0: peace yo what's up what's up what's
1: up man peace and,
0: <laughs> peace and greetings from the sign of the rising sun i'm stefan and i'm on Quay and welcome to the New episode of the Divine Council Podcast, episode seven. So how was your day?
1: Hey, man. You know, I just kind of wrapped up just trying to expand different uh, avenues for my future. You know, at the same time, trying to connect with family. But, you know, at the end of the day, I got to, you know, continue with uh, life and look forward to the next step, you know?
0: Right, right.
1: How about yourself? How's everything been for you?
0: Uh, it was just another, another day, day on the job. Uh, eight to five, came back and I just been chilling. I was just uh, playing some two K, and um, just thinking about what I'm doing this this weekend. Like I think I'm gonna try to space out, working on different things. Rather it be my uh my project or rather it be just simple things around the apartment and uh oh and also getting back into reading more you know i've uh I've taken a break from that, but um yeah, I'm trying to get back into doing that and uh just stay consistent with that, but yeah that's what's uh that's what I've been on. And preparing for this last uh, semester of grad school, well, mentally. Yeah, it's just,
1: you know, just take enjoy your time off. Just kind of just settle in and at the same time, focus on your future. Because, you know, kind of what we're doing now is just laying a a foundation and just kind of just taking what we can get. But at the same time, making power moves. Like every move that we make every day is a power move. And it just, it just, it's like small things every day is going to like eventually create a snowball effect and then boom, next thing you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, you know, everybody will be able to expand with the divine counsel, and um, with this uh, knowledge that's has been thrown at us. And, you know, this is basically setting the foundation for the future.
0: Absolutely. Um yeah I think it's important like you had mentioned earlier um that we do like list some uh resources behind the information that we give out you know so people that are tuned in if they're unaware of these uh resources they can go and do their own um studying and to uh become more en- enlightened
1: yeah, I agree with that, and uh, we want to let it be known that uh, we're not conscious leaders, or we will never be. We don't fall into any group or category. Um, we're just here to, basically, I mean, those who align with the conscious community. You know, we're here to connect with everybody because everybody, you know, even even though we even though we say we're not within the subgroup, that still classifies within a, a, the subgroup of being an outcast. So we all have to fall in some type of category. So I look at it as it's no type of division and I'm taking in this spiritual, in this spiritual journey of enlightenment and this growth that I'm, that I'm on. Like, I feel like I've been doing this for, you know, since I've been born, but the last few years of like, of my life, the last 10 to 15 years, or, you know, each and every day, as each and every day progresses, it's just more and more information that I feel like we and myself, um, is able to obtain. And like I said, it's no division. So I I felt, we felt like uh, for the divine council, we should uh, shout out like as many people as we can that um, we have used as resources, you know, anything abstract um, to like actual, you know, accounts, um, anything that we can think of that has helped us in this enlightenment because I want, I want to be first to tell you, we all are gods. So I'm not going to sit up here and like try to say that I'm better than anybody else. We all are gods. So we all use each other as resources. And like, even, you know, I opened a statement, peace and greetings uh, to the sign of the uh, rising sun. Um, that was um, from Solus, the, wi- the wisest man on YouTube. Shout out to him. Um, You know, he had, he had a couple of videos back in the day, back in 2015. Um, and that was consistently his opening statement. And we felt that that was a great opening statement for the divine council, but we would let it be known that that's not anything that we actually, you know, created. That's something that we use to shot uh, Solis the Wise's man out, which, which I mean, that's that's an incredible name, cause he understands that he's a God and we all are. So shout out to that, you know, and, you know that's that's what that's really what I want to open up to because that's our opening statement. So that's what I had to say.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, we we're all about giving credit where it's due, and like you said in a, a previous episode, no thought is uh, truly original. It comes from somewhere, but you can have fresh takes on ideas. So we we're coming here and giving you uh, fresh takes on just what we've learned so far and what we continue to learn as we go along, and hopefully the listeners can gain something from it.
1: Yeah, shout out to the uh, to the audience. I hope everything has uh, been well. I've uh, been thinking about the audience. I think about you know the audience like like this is my family. Like it doesn't matter if it's just one person listening. I don't even like. I don't even care about promotion. I don't even care, care about just getting that message out. I know what we have to say is 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 pure knowledge and it comes from the heart. And it's here for uh everybody. And shout out shout out to y'all. I I know everything has been well. I know life is hard, but I've uh I I've, I've been pushing uh get energy out to everybody that's uh been uh tuning in. And uh, also I've been thinking about uh man my homeboy Mook, dog. <laughs> You know man, he he got a he got a crazy podcast out there. He dropped that heat consistently.
0: And um that bite don't bite your tongue. <laughs> it's that heat. Uh, I think it's uh that might be right.
1: That's that, that's that heat.
0: Yeah, don't bite your tongue with uh Mookie. That that's on Apple and Spotify. So if y'all want some another Podcast to check out, check out that. Like his concept behind that podcast is unique in itself because it's not one podcast, it's really like three, three or four. And he's doing different segments, different episodes with different groups of people in every episode.
1: Just a beautiful, beautiful concept.
0: So, yeah. So it is unique. I've never seen a, honestly, I never listened to a podcast like that before. So yeah, give that a, um, Give that a listen if you have um, any spare time.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, no, that's that's our bro. You know, like, <laughs> so we, we are we are part of this new generation, and I, um, we all born within a certain generation, but we '90s babies, and uh, we are uh, we trying to lay the foundation, uh, not to be remembered or anything, but we're trying to lay the foundation to kind of promote change, and I mean, we just feel like it's a shift coming. You know, we just feel like we want to be the ones to create the shift or be a part of that that tsunami um the
0: paradigm yeah,
1: it's like it's just like it, it, we just all did it boom we just we just did it like i mean all all did it at, at the at different paces but on the same wavelength so yeah shout out to to the to the bro they try to box this in but they can't yes. box us in because we already see like we're not really living in 2019 because 2019 doesn't really exist it, 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 it exists to those who are stuck in 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 this jail called Tom. Like we really, we really, all the way like thirty thousand twenty eight or something. You know, like we all the way out there. Like it's yeah. really no number on like how far our mind can see this. We are just trying to really just put as much energy out as if, we can.
0: If you if you're stuck in the three dimensional world, then you see time as linear whereas I see it as nonlinear meaning that there is no beginning and there is no ending. So like you just said, we could be anywhere within, um, we can be anywhere within history. We could be light years ahead of where they say that we are now, or we could be before that, you know, history repeats itself. And this technology, uh, golden age that we're living in it will repeat sometime in the future you know hundreds of thousands of years in the future so that's why I believe in um time being non-linear because of that and yeah we you shouldn't also feel like we are alone either or try to feel like you are as a person bigger than the next man or woman. Because, I mean, throughout this universe, there's other universes with, I believe, many types of beings, species. And to think that we are super special to begin with is is asinine, in my opinion. I do believe, though, if you walk on this uh, earth... You know, you are a god, you are a goddess, if you will. And I believe that we do have um, abilities that we haven't tapped into because of society, because of things bringing us down every day, such as uh, social media, you know, such as uh, partying, you know, um, such as. Just like working a 40-hour shift, you know, every month and having to come home and pay bills and half of your money goes to that. And then you got to think about taxes and insurance and, you know, your car note, if you have one, it all adds up and it just leads to people being um, not happy and becoming depressed. You know, so... I think it is important to uh, humble yourself throughout this this journey that we're on and just remember that you are not uh, better than the next man or woman walking to her. But also know who you are. You know, value yourself. So, yeah.
1: Exactly. I mean, because I know life is hard. And, like, right for a lot of people, it feels like we can't change anything, but we actually can change. We have the ability to change anything if we can put a mind to it and manifest it. We are all like gods and goddesses, like you said. Um, each person that you see physically in, in this flesh, including, your, including yourself, we all found an egg in a lower life. So that means in that lower life, we bit out trillions of other, of, of other life forms to be born into this realm. And we were, we resonated with a certain energy, like some were ma- masculine, some were feminine, feminine. Um, but at the same time, in that realm, in the realm before this, we were like each individually like a god and goddess. So we have some type of power if we were able to do that in that lower realm to be able to be born in this realm. So this is why you can't underestimate anybody. Like I know everybody is like on, a, on an equal playing field. Like some people have re- reincarnated. And that soul is, is wiser, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's all about um, activating the energy of that struggle of what it took to, become, to come into this realm. That power alone to be able to transform to go into a higher dimension means that we can transform anything, even within the third dimension. And that's really what birth and death is, because that's how we got here. That, that thought yeah. just came to my head. That's why I just don't underestimate anybody.
0: That is true. That is true. So I know you You said earlier that you wanted to speak on uh, the education system.
1: Yeah, I wanted to speak on the education system. I had um, just a thought that came up, not to really get too personal, but... Um. A young brother tried to get boxed in, and I recognized it, and I had to, you know, get in the way, and support what was what was right, because I, I, you know, I've been through the school system, um, and I've I've experienced, and I like recognized what was going on, and I kind of helped myself get out of the poverty that I was in to, you know, finally rever- reverse my fortune. So I see like a, a young seed that has energy that's not from this earth that is like. Is really not from here. Um, That's trying to be suppressed. It's going to this, going through the kind of the same experience that I went through, and um. But the difference is, I didn't really have anybody to guide me through it. But since I kind of got through it, that created a certain power within me to give back. So, I'm just trying to give back that energy to God, the young generation. But speaking on what the, the actual physical concrete thought. Of how I feel about the education system. I'm going to speak specifically about the AP honor uh, system. That I mean, at least I did I experienced in Gaston County, that um, County, North Carolina, that um, the county that I grew up in, um, and how the AP AP honor class situation is set up for uh, students going from eighth grade to ninth grade. And what I realized at a young age is that this record was set up not necessarily to disenfranchise, you know, melanated individuals, but to keep those who are like lower in poverty out of the APN honor, honor system. And it really starts with AIG and, you know, from like the second grade and it's like a pipeline that goes all the way through graduation. And it's a, it's a lot of certain people from, you know, certain families or certain, certain that have certain connections whose uh kids didn't necessarily earn the gpa that they got but they were pushed through this pipeline that uh individuals like me who came from you know lower uh socioeconomic status i wasn't able i had to i had to fight my way through if i was going to use the education system which in a way i was trapped to use anyway i had to fight my way through to uh kind of get what was mine but i noticed that it's a pipeline and it starts with aig they give you a they give you this uh academically intelligent gifted exam that's kind of half-assed and they give it to you like backwards. The rule like they it's like, they really trick you. In my experience, they trick, they like really trick the uh, the, the rules are backwards in any other test that you take. And it's like you I asked to take the test many, many times. And when I asked and tried to prepare for it, I never was able to take it. And it just kinda boom came out of nowhere. And I I did great on it, but for some reason I never was in AIG. And I noticed the same kids that were in AIG at that age were the same kids that I ended up trying to end up fighting the system and being in the classes with in 12th grade. It was the exact same kids. I know those kids were, they weren't even on my level then, but they locked me out then to try to keep me out the pipeline. But I like figured that shit out in like in 10th grade. And I was uh, I noticed that and started in AIG they lock you out in AIG because the AIG kids, they start to get a, uh, a leap on the certain classes. So it starts uh, like third grade, they get a leap, I believe, on the uh, histories. They, uh, they get a, a history snuck in there to where uh, these, these, these like extra credits kind of build up. Like they get to like fifth grade and some of them get the option to take uh, a certain math. I remember when I was in school, I might be wrong on this, but it was a certain math that those same kids that were in AIG that were pushing this pipeline could take to get an extra credit to help them when they got to middle school. So, like, these credits build up, build up, build up. That's how, like they're, they're that are within these pipelines. And then, boom, they get to, uh, they get to like high school and they really didn't even earn these credits that they got. And they, like, kind of already have a minor, but not even doing anything. But, like, they lock out certain individuals that <laughs> really just, that they already know this. they're,
0: they're um, their education from grade school up until their high school graduation is pretty much streamlined because of this uh, AIG program. You know, that that just gives me back memories of when I was in uh, sixth grade, and that's when I really remember it starting. They started picking and choosing students that they think would be uh, good for the advanced class. Uh, in seventh grade and I was one of those students and I remember at the end of the year we had to take the test which I, I think you were saying was like the AIG test and I did good in the class but they said that my score wasn't up to par on the exam so I didn't get to take algebra one in eighth grade and uh I just remember that. And then I remember having to be just like in the regular classes and stuff and how they were treated, you know, differently and whatnot. And at that age, you know, they try to, again, like I've talked before, tear you down or tear down the ones that they deem as weak or unfitting, you know, and it's a shame it's a shame how the public school system is ran today. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, not just money being thrown into the the system, because we know that teachers need to be paid more, but there needs to be done more. There needs to be like an, um, a reconstruction of these classes and how they go about it. And then you got uh, students, like I have friends that will be in the... Um, I don't. I can't think of the name of it, but it was like remedial classes and whatnot. Supposed to be trying to say that they were uh, slower in terms of learning or whatnot. But you have conversations with these kids, and they know just as much as you do. But again, that was another way to separate students at a young age and pretty much say that these kids, in a way, are superior to you to make you feel inferior in a sense.
1: True. It's like they they try to they try to start a system or create a system against or make it an uneven playing field because it's, it's like they, they kind of know even though these kids it's like they understand these kids that are in those lower social economic status they are like they those the experiences that they have to go through the ground that they have to go through to like try to keep up with the other kids that are pushing these pipelines, that alone creates a certain intelligence within those kids. So, like, they kind of, they understand that. So, like, they try to keep creating loophole. They, they create more, like, hurdles and walls and different loopholes for those individuals. But it's like, I'm trying to help everybody understand how to get out of that shit because, <laughs> I mean, we all are stuck within the school system because it's layers to the matrix we got to slowly get out of the out of the matrix like layer by layer and we'll get to how to get out of the school system but we got to start the core first and that's like for later in the future we're just going to start at the core and then get to the get to you know how how we can break that down
0: yeah for sure um but yeah, that's why it is important, especially for if you have like a a, a child coming up as like a rising freshman in high school, make sure you, you get them or push them to be in those honors and even those um higher level courses.
1: Yeah, all those like and you AC like classes, even yeah, if you say, say okay, do
0: yeah, but yeah, because of um, the extra credit. The credit, even if they make, like, an average grade, say, like, a C in the class, it, it counts, like, double than what a regular class um, class's grade would count for that same subject.
1: And I think um, A.T. is triple, but I, like, really recommend, you know, shoot forward, but gauge your work, like, gauge how you can work for it because, I mean, honestly, at that age, I really couldn't. I I wouldn't be able to handle AP classes at that age. Okay, boom. I understood that, but still, I took my honors classes. Bam, bam. I grew as a person and grew under. I just kept my mouth shut. Understood what was going on, and then I grew to the AP classes. Grew to trying to take you know summer classes, and then I just did it. Boom, and that opened up a that opened up an avenue if I wanted to go to college, like if I wanted to go to college and take a scholarship and you know, help me not get into another trap that's, you know, waiting for you in the next level, which is student loan debt. That opened up a whole other avenue. If I wanted to go get a trade, then I can just go get a trade and just make money without even getting caught into that web. But then I realized I can just kind of play with this game because it, it it, it like, tries to play with us, but I can play with this game and learn a lot on a, like a, on a higher consciousness level.
0: There's nothing wrong with um, not going to college. I feel like a lot of teenagers, they're pressured into doing it because of what their parents want. You know, some of their parents didn't go to college. It's a vicious cycle. And some some of them, yeah, and some of them did, but they want them to uh, continue the legacy. But college is not for everybody. You know, the the structure of, like, sitting in a class for an hour and a half, two hours of a lecture... It doesn't work for most people. I mean, to me, it really didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. I was glad when it was over with. And now that I'm doing it now, but I'm taking online classes, you know, it's that, that just sitting there having to listen to a teacher, just go over stuff in a textbook for like an hour and a half to two hours. It's not it for most people. And especially if you got a low attention span where it seems like everybody now does have a, a lower attention span and you have your phone distracting you 24-7. So it's like, damn, I you might just be better off reading the textbook yourself and asking for help online nowadays, as opposed to the regular going into an actual class and talking. But then there comes the issue with people having social anxiety and not knowing how to talk to people. Such as uh, this Generation Z, these uh, kids coming up lacking confidence and uh, lacking social skills because they're so wrapped up in technology all the time. They they can't pick up their head just to say hello to somebody, say in the morning or something like that. You know, so that it's something that you know should be put more emphasis on. But yeah, like. Again, with the college, it's not meant for everybody. So make sure that you, if you're going, go for something worthwhile. You know, if, don't go for some some bull, like uh, basket weaving, you know what I'm saying, or some dumb shit like that, unless, you know, you're great at basket weaving. But nine times out of ten... Who gives a fuck about somebody that can uh, basket weave unless you turn that into like a business, you know? So go, go for something practical and not set realistic, uh, goals, not go in there thinking, Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm going to be a biology major and become the next great, uh, scientist in the world or whatever. You got to go in there with realistic goals. So yeah. There's nothing wrong with learning to trade. Hell, if I would have known about being an air traffic controller out of high school, I might have would have tried to do that. They get paid great. So, yeah, there's plenty of opportunity out there. You just have to network.
1: I agree. And I'll say this like to all, all the young listeners. Um, you just got to kind of you got to grow up fast in this world. Um, at a certain point, you got to realize um, there's really no joke out here. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's no joke. You got to not really, like, listen to what your parents are saying. But at the same time, like, your parents, some some people may be under the um, pressure of their parents where their parents might, under, might not understand you as a, as a kid. And they may be trying to guide you into a certain thing that, or a certain, like, area in life for your future that you might not be comfortable with. You gotta understand that you gotta kind of grow up fast, and it re- it reaches an age where you can't stand up for yourself. But you also gotta be conscious and understand that these are your parents; they're not gonna tell you anything wrong. Sometimes it's just a disconnect, and you gotta you gotta come at them as an adult, a part of growing up. You gotta come at them as an adult if you feel like it's a disconnect in in that relationship and like you know that next level of life, and let them understand that I might I might not want to go to college. I I feel like I can be a youtuber. Like right now we're in an age where we can really do anything. Like, you know, our parents didn't really have the opportunities that we have now, but they don't under it's not their fault that they didn't have the opportunities that we have now. They don't they may not quite understand. So you have to let them know like, look, I can do the same thing that you want me to that you want me to do, you know, like the old school route, which is nothing wrong with that, but that that doesn't really suit my personality. I want to become I want to do this. I might want to go to the local community college. And, you know, get, you know, a public speaking or a film or some type of degree like that and work on my YouTube channel or work on my uh, Twitch gaming channel. Like, really, you got to right. We can do anything. We can do anything, but still respect them because they're not going to tell you that they're wrong. But it's just a lot of times it's a disconnect. And we really just got to sit down and talk and talk to them and let them let them know, come at them in a respectful way. And it usually it, it works out 100 percent of the time. So I'll say that just gauge, just gauge, you know, around like, you know, 15, 16, gauge who you are as a person, all male, you know, male and female, gauge who you are as a person, no matter what you did, no matter, you know, how, no, no matter how society has made you feel, ashamed you, you know, cause we all, we all have, at that age, shame is a big thing. Even though we might've did something little, like looking back, we feel shame throughout, you know, adolescence leading up to like adulthood. No matter what, even those that feel in the shame, put that to the side and understand that. Okay, boom, I'm in. I'm in. It's, it's about the shift, and I'm about to be in the next stage of life. And I gotta understand that I'm gonna be thrown out to the wolves, but we can. We can do anything. We can. We can fight those wolves, and we can turn them into our bitch, and run this shit where we want to. Cause like, we have an opportunity to do anything, but just gauge who you are. It's nothing wrong with having a trade. There's nothing wrong with, you know, understanding that right now I might stay at home, I might stay at home with my parents, I might stay at home with my girlfriend, I might I might have roommates. It, that doesn't matter because we all blossom at a different time. We are, it, don't look at your peers and like think that okay their success. Don't look at their success and look look down on yourself. It might not be your time yet. Just keep your vision and keep your grind and keep having like confidence in yourself and it will shine even if it's 10 or 15 years from now in your 30s shit you might come across a fucking ancient artifact that's priceless and get a, get some crazy ass power or you on like on a physical level you might have multi million dollars which like we like we like both of them like we can we have the ability to look in both realms so i'm just saying just keep your vision and don't look down on yourself and i also want to shout out um I want to say this too. Um, I'm not pointing the finger back to the education system. I'm not pointing the finger at at anybody Um, because we got to understand on a conscious level, we all in this together. I want to say, fuck you to the system. It's a vicious system that are, that is pushing. Okay. It's a vicious system that's pushing these teachers to hold out against, you know, or or like, you know, try to push certain kids to be held back. You gotta understand that in North Carolina they don't really make anything to survive. So, like it does it, on any teacher level, like you they do, they fall victim to certain things that the system has created them to do to try to keep push pushing for what they what they really deserve. It's a vicious system. It doesn't matter the race of the teacher, it doesn't matter where they came from. It's like they finally find themselves in a system that's vicious. They all are good people, and I want to shout them out. And I really I don't, I don't march, but I, you got to understand that I'm looking at shit differently. You know, I'm looking at, I'll do the same thing that, I do the same thing with the same energy, just from a different perspective. We need different perspectives to promote the same change. So I'm there with my teachers because I'm within a, you know, a profession that's also kind of, you know, low ball, though we have a little bit better, you know, the nursing profession. I'm, I'm, I kind of can, I can see that perspective, though. I don't feel their pain and I want to, I want to, I don't want to have people to think i'm pointing the finger at them i'm here to fight with you um so i understand it's a system it's a system that's a problem it's a system that is that's causing all of this because the, it's because the dollar it's because we don't really get paid what like we are stuck in a system and it's not our fault but we gotta we gotta get to a certain point where we get out of the system and I under, and we got to understand that on our you know collective consciousness because we in this together. We all we all were born and we all would die. Nobody escapes that. So we're all in this together. So I want to shout out to all the teachers out there.
0: Yeah, I I think that you had um you had mentioned something um, during that that bit where you were saying about you know not looking at peers and comparing. I think that's important, especially for today because of uh, social media and people, they tend to get um, uh, FOMO, which is a fear of missing out because you may look on Instagram and you see a friend traveling to uh, San Diego one weekend and then you look again and you got a friend um, in New York City or you look again and then you see somebody overseas in Europe or in uh on like you know like in the Caribbean, say like maybe like San Juan or an island or central Tropez or whatnot. You can't compare that to what you have because again, like what you said earlier, where you're at, you know, I believe in destiny is where you're supposed to be right now. And those things may come to you and they may not come to you. It just depends on what your purpose truly is in this life. And don't compare to the next man or woman because they may look happy in that picture, but they may be miserable inside. They're trying to put on a facade for people, you know, keep up a public image with the the emotions that they, they're showing On social media whether it be through videos or be through dialogue you know so it never try look to compare your life with the next person's life because that won't get you anywhere you got to keep going for what you believe in and your purpose you know that that's big that's a big thing of mine is um looking for your purpose and if you don't have a purpose in this life, then you got to evaluate yourself and look in the mirror and say, like, what are you, what are you living for? If you're not looking to um, leave something, leave a, some type of impact. Not you know, it doesn't have to be uh, like a, a worldwide impact, but just the impact for your family, if nothing else, something that they can cherish. Uh, or and, and remember about you, you know, leave something some type of um some some type of information to help them continue on with their lives and the system the system that we have in terms of the public school system it it's failed many of us over time and yeah i I do look too when I have a family look for an alternative route and private school isn't necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm more so thinking about homeschooling uh, to give my children information about who they really are coming up in terms of history, because, you know, like we talked about before with black history, it seems if you let them tell it, it starts with uh, slavery, which we know isn't correct. Also, back to private schooling this you're just um you're chucking out a ton of money to send your kids to i guess supposed to be a top school or whatnot when really you're wasting all that money because they're getting pretty much the same education that you would in a public school except they have upgrades to it whether it be the class setting um the textbooks materials and uh, probably a uniform or whatnot. But still, it teaches you, just like with the public school system, to be a modern-day slave when once you get out of that and go into the real world. Because it hits you like a ton of bricks if you don't come from a family that has a lot of resources to begin with. Like myself, my family didn't have a lot when I... Um, went off to college my family still doesn't have a lot but what we do have we have um we have pride and we keep that with us and we keep the name going you know and I'm one of the um the ring bearers if you will right now with the family name so I have to keep that going and pass that on to the next person that comes within the family such as like my uh, younger sister who's in currently in college. So, just be mindful of that be mindful that um, you know the background. Even if you come from a a background of impoverished in in, uh, and in poverty, whatnot, that doesn't define who you will be once you fully develop into an adult. And just be prepared for what's to come once you step out that door after you graduate because life hits you, I mean, life hits you fast once you're out on your own. I mean, we both, I know we both can attest to that if you're not prepared. So definitely look at all everything that you have going on in your life, whether it be your finances, your your relationships, you have to take all that into account because if you don't have that in order, then you're going to be out here looking crazy because of everything, all of the responsibilities that are thrust onto you at once unless you come from a family of um, wealth.
1: I agree. And I'll say this. I'm not totally against like the current public school system. What I think should happen is we should be able to have uh options to choose between dual curriculums so that means like if you want to homeschool your kid and teach them you know your specific curriculum that is you know toe for toe with the current public school systems curriculum but has their own kind of you know culture within it and you know we can come to an agreement and approve that curriculum and you know eventually get the college age and we can choose to go to hbcu or we can choose to go to public, you know, public white institutions. If if that's what you want to do, you know, if that's what you want to do. But I th- I feel like it should allow us to choose to be able to learn who we are, you know, if we want to have our own curriculum with that measures up with the current with the way it is, but with, with the way that we can see it through our culture, and we can come to agreements amongst each other, and you know, get to the you know, get to that age where we can choose it, to go to HBCUs. Or if we want to go to public white institutions, we can. The,
0: th- the thing, the thing is though, with the HBCUs, is I mean, pretty much all of them are white owned to begin exactly. with. We, I mean, it's not, it's not enough, in my opinion, to just go to an HBCU. Sure, you get the experience of going to a school with your people, but it still fundamentally is built off of. Um, the dominant society we have to regain control of that you know through more than just through like uh administration whether having whether it be having teachers but we need people of our own to own those institutions so we can instill the values that are needed for us to properly uh function within society
1: get back and you know, promote ourselves and give amongst each other to where we can, uh, you know, have better financial aid. If you want to even go to college, like, let's not even think about school. Let's just, it should be able to, we should have the option to be able to learn what we want with a, a measurable curriculum, with a certain culture that we have, and then choose what we want to do. You know what I mean? Just have, be able to have a certain option. We're under a certain oppression, and we, we really can't manifest that if we come together as a consciousness. Because we are we are waking up. We're under oppression, but we are able to, we got to claw out of this. And we got to manifest that. And we got to come together and figure out a way to do that.
0: Yeah, we got, we need more con- uh, collaboration. Like I said before, we have to uh, stop the petty bickering and stop beefing with each other. Stop killing each other. Stop destroying each other's businesses. We got to support more with our own businesses. We we got to stop spending money on just things that are here today and gone tomorrow. Even though it is okay to um, want to splurge on yourself here and there, but you got to think about the long-term effects of that. Like I seen, um, I seen this image earlier where it was a a breakdown of somebody partying in terms of the what what it takes for them to party. It broke down parking, broke down the club fee, broke down uh, food, broke down alcohol. And then it did that, multiplied it times uh, a number of weeks or days in a year, and it came up to around like $21,000. Ridiculous. And then, and then under that, it had a down payment on like a $450,000 house which will be like $22,000 at a certain interest, at a certain rate, that is. So it was pretty much saying, you know, you're you're spending all of this money on, you know, this this temporary happiness. But when you could be putting that money into something that's going to last a lifetime. So I thought that was really interesting.
1: That was uh, a, a amazing perspective. I want to piggyback on to that. And I uh, say that first off, I'm I'm not gonna judge. I don't even really want to go back and count how much money I spent in college towards just bullshit partying and uh, and I mean, ECU like out that bullshit for four and a half years. And sometimes back home, like man, like just splurging on that on that refund check, not really realizing like, you know, I can be investing this money, saving this money, paying back my student loans. You know, I remember I bought into it because I, I'll go to ECU, I bought into it. So I could have been paying back interest on my student loans back then instead of partying and instead of buying bullshit jewelry, trying to flex, you know, thinking it was my time then trying to show a little bit of my of my uh, son when I could have just, you know, chilled back. And like you said, built my money. Boom. Right before I even got into my career, I could have bought me a house and then do. Boom. Eventually, you know, worked into my career, bought into that. The market exploded. Boom. Leased that out. And just keep on, you know, start a new life, you know, with jumping, jumping through real estate or whatever. But all I'm saying, I'm not judging because I've been there. I'm just trying to help. I'm trying to guide the audience through, you know, the mistakes that I've I've been through. So like right now, you just got to know how to pay yourself. Pay yourself because you're worth something. Pay yourself first out of anything that anybody gives you, anything that you earn. Pay yourself a percentage of that and put it to the side. Put it in stocks. Uh, put it in something that, that you can save and build up. Pay yourself. You know what I mean? So if you get $25, pay yourself. Okay, I might pay myself five of that. So I really got $20. And then you can take that $20 and put it towards expenses or whatever, you know, boom. But you put that five to the side and it builds up. And then another thing about the clubs, I want to add to that. Another thing about the uh, going out and, and bullshitting, biggest thing at that age is to really avoid that because it ain't really anything out there really you should avoid it and like start to understand who you are to help you guide your, that's that will help you guide yourself to the next stage of life because those clubs aren't going anywhere you can still do it you know I still do it here and there but just you know understand that that's not really what everything's about really try to understand who you are so you can help yourself to the next stage going to,
0: yeah. going to yeah going to the club every weekend and seeing the same people yeah that that ain't it that ain't it. You know, there's, there's more to, uh, happiness than just getting, you know, drunk and, uh, partying and listening to old 2000s hip hop and army. Right. Um, but what I was going to say is this, this isn't like an ad or nothing. Cause I mean, we ain't, we ain't getting those. We, we don't have those opportunities yet, but, um, an app that is really good for budgeting in terms of your experience, and expenses, it gives you like a full breakdown each week of how much you're spending and you can set the budget of how much you can spend on, say, like clothing, uh, gas, groceries is uh, Mint, which is M-I-N-T, Mint, which is, yeah, which is on the Apple Store. Uh, it should be in the Google uh, Play Store as well. Um, yeah, it's a really good app, something that I use to help me with balancing to see where I'm at. It also gives you a free credit score as well, which is helpful to see where you're at with that. But um, yeah, like you were saying, the partying, you know, we went to ECU, which according to Barstools is the number two party school in the country right now, um, right behind West Virginia. Um, That experience, it, it's it, it changes you. Depending on, I mean, it's going to change you regardless, just by going to the institution. But depending on the the people that you meet, it could go a couple of ways. You know, you you find the people that you fuck with. Like at first, when I went to college, you know, I was like, man, I want to just have like a diverse uh, friend group because, I mean, at my high school where I'm from, at the time, uh, I was it was white and then there was blacks and then Hispanics population was creeping up. And I think my sister said now it is predominantly a black school, but I predominantly, well, most of the time when I was there hung out with black people, but I was cool with everybody. I was in the know because it was a small school. When I went to college, I was with a different mindset of opening up my mind to, being more diverse and hanging out with different people that, you know, backgrounds I didn't, I wasn't familiar with. And one of my good friends, um, happened to be, um, of Indian descent, uh, not American Indian, but, uh, from the country of India. And it was something that opened my eyes. Shows. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Just dope. It was dope to meet people from different backgrounds and, we found that we actually had a lot in common and we do share similar similar struggles and there's similar similar things that our ethnicities, like our groups of people go through in terms of issues dealing with um, colorism and whatnot. But back to what I was saying about being diverse, you know, initially freshman year, as uh, Monquay can tell you, you know, we hung out with a lot of people, you know, And it was crazy. The stuff we were doing all the time, you know, we were going out and drinking and stuff, going to like uh, Greek life festivities, not spending money at that time. Because, I mean, we weren't old enough to, to drink anyway, legally, that is, and get into clubs or whatnot. So we weren't even messing with clubs. We were going to like house parties and stuff. You know, those people that we met along the way were cool for the most part. But everybody knew deep down that as we continue to grow, we weren't going to be with those same people. We, we were going to align ourselves with people that we most so had similar interests. And most of the time it is people of your same ethnicity and that's just how it is. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you shouldn't be afraid of opening your mind to something new, to a different perspective, if you will. Um, it's important to have those experiences to take that with you once you pass that phase in life, and yeah, you can learn from that and just know that those people that you ca- call your friends are not going to be your friends in the end. You will know deep down. You will know who's there, who's there for you, and who's not there for you, and who's there for the time being, and maybe even have a them. A fixation with your your people so they want to hang with you and they want to vulture off of you and learn but you'll understand that along the way and it's that's not just through college either you know so that's
1: a part of the experience Like you got to understand that like we all have an individual like individual purpose like you said earlier even throughout individual and, and even throughout certain parts of our life and like Back to you know uh, different the different perspectives and how college went. It's like I went to college with an open mindset, and it's, and I had a different. Literally, each each year I was in in college, like in the dorms, even uh, with the house at the apartment, I literally had roommates from different different uh, ethnicities, different totally different backgrounds, and it was nothing but respect, and it was a different like bonds. It was a bond that was created that was like, you know, friends for life, really. But I understood that that was still, that was a certain stage of that friend, of that life, you know, of, of my life. Like, it's, we're going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to grow. And we we may grow into different paths, but it will always be a respect. And I think with us having that open mind, of uh, being, being uh, open to other perspectives and showing people our culture really allows you to, Expand your consciousness, and it helps your perspective, and it helps you grow, and helps you shift. And it's like the way the way they were with us, all our friends like it created this big ass web. It's like all our it's like all our friends know each other, and like it just created a, a crazy like realm for the next stage of life. It's like nothing but respect amongst each other. Though we might not see each other all the time, it's like when we do see each other, we like turn up, we like bond, and it's yeah. all
0: respect and and not let's not get it fucked up ECU is a huge school so to have those different friend groups acknowledge and know each other that in itself is actually I would say pretty cool you know but as the years went on less people started coming around and they started going doing their own thing which I mean there's nothing wrong with that cuz i mean it, it's life ain't no fairy tale you know, we're not going to all be in it from the beginning and to the end. You know, maybe that's what you will like. I mean, in movies, it, it makes it look like that. But
1: that's not reality.
0: Rea- it's not reality. Everybody's not going to be cool from start to finish. It would have been dope because th- those first couple years we were there was unforgettable. Those um those times we had together, but we're different people and we just went in different paths and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the the respect is still there at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you just got to understand that we you got your own individual way that you will own individual paths that you will have to eventually take. But don't, don't let your, uh pers- don't let your mindset and your ego get in the way of, you know, expanding your perspective. Always be open, but understand at the end of the day, these, this shit may be temporary, like this shit, I mean, cause shit will be temporary some people will be a lot of people will be temporary not some a lot of people will be temporary and like but life aligns differently your purpose is differently so the people that will that's supposed to be in your life will be in your life like don't worry about that just understand it. i need to prepare myself to shift some things can be temporary
0: yeah yep i i do i do agree with that you know um and we're still young as ourselves we're both in our mid 20s but i mean we've you know through college you know you you experience a lot and we're still continuing to ex- experience a lot it's just different now you know as adults and with the more responsibilities that we have but it's i mean it's cool it's cool to to look back and you know to get back get together with some of those people from time to time and just to see how things turned out, you know, going on Facebook, sometimes you can, it can put you in a good or a bad mood. If you look at back home, because <laughs> you see left and right, people getting married, having kids, you know, and you're like, Oh, I, I, let me see how they turned out. Which is, I mean, I guess it's cool in a sense to see how people turned out in life. Because back then with our parents, they didn't know what was what happened to the next man. I
1: know, bro. You know, they
0: out of school. All right, bro. Good it's luck crazy. in life. See that man 30 years later in piggly wiggly. Like, oh shit. They don't oh, understand you what we what we're
1: going through.
0: <laughs> right, right. But nah, not now. We can see everything. We can see every day a what whole you doing. different layer to the shit. You could be living in we we over here based in North Carolina, we can have, well, I do know some people that's in California. So see somebody in San Francisco. See what they doing every day,
1: bro. They you wonder know? why mental illness increased, bro. Like, what the fuck? Now we can see it. We can see every fucking thing, and just compare, 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 like nonstop. And it's like so right. hard to like not do that because we all do. I don't care who you are.
0: Yeah, it would drive you insane trying to compare your life to the next uh person.
1: Nobody we are the we are the first generation to deal with that and we were like the first generation to deal with that. And like like nobody above us understands that, but it's not their fault. Like we're here to like get them to understand this is what's happening. But we gotta understand that it's we are we are like we also gotta transform with it because we are a higher like power, higher level beings because we were born at a certain level of like consciousness. But we got to, like, be able to relate at the same time.
0: Right. Right. And then, like, it, I mean, I guess it it, it is a, it is a gift and a curse to have this technology, to be able to interact with people like that that you haven't seen in a long time just by tweeting them or DMing them on Instagram, you know, as opposed to running into them 30 years later at, like, a wig – a piggly wiggly. But then again, it might make for more of a touching reunion if you were to just randomly see them uh, w- many years past and they're doing good and you're in a good spot in your life rather than seeing everything that they've been through to get to that point in their life. You know, it provides different, per- it's a different perspective. So that
1: does it's, add, add uh, that is a, a, a positivity to it. Um, because we can now we can be able to like grow at the same time with each other, but you know, while striving with, uh, towards our own purpose. So, I mean, that is, that can be a, a definite positive towards that. But I've, I want to say like, I'm not a, really against technology. We got to understand that this tool is here for us to use, but it's just a tool. We can't get like engulfed in it. Once you get engulfed in it, that's whenever like, you get trapped into another layer of the matrix. You just got to use it as a tool. Use it as a tool to understand this is just a tool. Because in the next dimension, it's going to be something even crazier than technology. So you can't let this shit fuck you because you won't be ready for the next dimension. In the next dimension, but, it might be something like, I mean, technology may be so far advanced that you'll be fucked and won't te- be, able li-
0: be able to last. T- t- teleportation. Like, like I, 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 done, I done seen a video today. A nigga, a nigga in uh, Miami, Dade County, dude got in the fucking whip, and that shit just vanished on security cam.
1: That shit's crazy, bro. I seen that I was shit.
0: rolling. That shit's, I was I rolling. Shit I, I was like, yo, what the fuck? I've
1: like, never figured it out. So I was like, man, all right. I didn't, but I looked at it, and I was like, all right, I can't really. If I look at this shit too much. This shit's gonna make it's gonna throw me into a realm where it's gonna I'm gonna be mind fucked. So like it's, I looked at gonna, it, and I was like, "All right, oh that shit's that shit's crazy." Let me put it over here.
0: It's gonna put me back into my my uh, ten four hat bag that I, know, I get right? in <laughs> every, every once in a while. I'd be like um I'd be like the dude if y'all ever seen um it's always sunny in Philadelphia. There's a scene, I can't think the dude's character, but it's it's a gift of him. He's got this uh, big storyboard, and he's got all this paper on it. He's got different like lines going in all different directions, and then he's got um, thumbtacks in each point. Like he's trying to put together some, he's trying to solve like a masterpiece or like a puzzle, a huge puzzle or whatever. That's what I get at sometimes in my head with certain things. It gets
1: so crazy, man. You get so many thoughts, and it's like, oh, boom, boom, boom. It's, Nothing right.
0: it's like you, it's like you get paranoid just by walking out the door, you talk to somebody you know, you're yeah, like, bro. nigga, like, nigga, are you an agent? Like, I've, right. asked, I've asked people straight up, I'm like, are you an agent? Like, because I mean, like, you, I mean, you never know nowadays. Like, that's how paranoid you can get living in today's society.
1: You know, to, 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 to like, get back to, like, the actual divine counsel, man, what that is, I can relate to that. Sometimes it's just so much stuff in my head. I can get engulfed in that, and I can, I'm terrible at expressing it, Because of my NATO and like other factors, but I get so many thoughts, like you said. I get so many, so many, so much information, so many expressions, so much stuff thrown at me that if I don't know how to like slow it down and like grasp it and like practicalize it, then I can, it'll like kind of drive me crazy. So like it'll drive me to where I can't, I can't, I can't express it in a way where I can relate to other people. And that's that damn air. That's that air, like shout out to Dolo, like Dolo the pilot man. That's that damn air in, in the chart, yep. dude. Like I'm right down the cusp. Uh, I'm Taurus, Gemini. Like I'm, I, I believe I'm Dusty. I might write down the cusp May 18th, so I can understand that, like Gemini, that air energy, like in my head, like my shit gets so cloudy. But Bruh, like my problem is like 24 seven come out and practicalize it. But my problem is like practicalizing it because I'm a Taurus also. Like I'm a tourist also, so like I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna exhibit both. Like so like I'm gonna come about like express it in a different way, but I can relate to like the like how it bombards you. Like it's it's insane, dude.
0: Yeah, and it com- it comes in waves. Like, <laughs> you can um crazy. you can have days where you don't really be thinking about much, you know, you just going through the motions. Then you can have days where you're just fixated on certain images or ideas and you can't escape it. Like even in conversation, you can't. All you thinking about is that idea, or that that picture, while you're trying to have like a conversation with somebody else. And they, I mean, they don't get it. I mean, you be in your head twenty four seven, man. Like that. I mean, and then like sometimes
1: that, you like, I have a problem expressing it. So like I do like, I want to like sometimes like that Taurus energy, that Taurus sun, and like other like alignments that I really, I really don't, I I can't get into right now that but definitely that Taurus sun like gives me like uh problem of expressing myself like so I come across abrasive a lot to a lot of people and like I really it's weird because it's it's a it's a Venus and Earth energy and I got a Virgo moon and like I really mean well I really mean well like literally to everybody even people that do me dirty but I give off that energy to everybody I give, I give off that certain energy to people that do me dirty and people that like don't do me dirty but it's different perspectives. And I I real say on my fault, I do have a problem with like expressing myself, but I really mean well every like 95% of the time. Because, yeah. Sometimes you do have to be a dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, you I mean, that that, that goes back that goes back to the the um the old saying that you know, nice guys finish last. You gotta have some type of edge to you, especially like we were talking about earlier of going into the real world. Um, you can't. I mean, you can't be a pushover out here, man. People will take take advantage of you real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like they will fuck you over real fast in a hurry. Especially if you start helping people, you know, start giving them money. They gonna keep. They gonna keep asking you over time and time. And you like, you know, I've already given you some money, and you know, you're supposed to pay me back. And they be like, I know, I know. I'm gonna get you next time. It just continues to be a cycle. You just got to be, sometimes you got to be real with them, be like, man, nah, bro, like, fuck that. Like, you ain't pay me back. I'm not giving you shit. Exactly. And Yo, I good, mean, so go much get it. Respect
1: from the universe and then everybody else by just doing that one thing, by standing up for yourself.
0: Yeah, especially like going back to uh, grade school or something for the nigga picking on you and shit. You got to be like, man, shut your ugly ass up or some shit. You know, you got to hit them with something. Like, you can't just keep taking it. Pause. You got to... Um, <laughs> or talk to, like, a teacher. You can't even do that. Like, because then you're going to get clowned more. So you got you to gotta stand up for yourself. You can't take no bullshit. Like, I don't understand how people can be grown and be bullied. Like, that shit is funny to me. It's like, you a grown-ass man and you getting bullied. Like,
1: right, right. like you got
0: to... I mean, what the fuck? Like, shit, I'm not. There ain't no way in hell I'm gonna let a grown man try to bully me. I don't give, I don't give a fuck if I get knocked out. Like I'm fighting for myself. Like I ain't about to go out like that, because that's not my blood. So yeah.
1: We all gotta understand that like, yeah, like some people like it's always somebody bigger, stronger, faster than you, but we're we're in a realm where we have like physical and mental tools that we can use to defend ourselves. So you have to always have confidence in yourself, no matter what, even if you feel like I might not physically win this fight, you can do something mentally to, de- to destroy that person by just trying to defend yourself. Because I'm not trying to, you know, say use this tactic to like hurt people, but you, ca- you have to defend yourself sometimes in this realm, you know, um, but you also have to stand up for yourself at certain times in life. Don't let people push you through a certain cycle of manipulation you know, stand up for yourself and say, no, like I got, I got to do this for myself. You got to understand yourself worth first and have self-respect before you want, before you think you can get respect from the world or the universe.
0: Yep. That, that, and that goes with uh, relationships too. If you feel like you've been untreated fairly, you know, by some, you're a significant other, but you, I mean, you love them. You love that person. I mean it's it's tough, you know what I'm saying? We we all, well you're lucky, I would say, rather to have at least one person that you have you you fall in love with in this life. It's tough, but you got to you got to know when to say goodbye, you know? You got to exactly. say goodbye. You got to I mean, you can love that person to death, but if it's not if you both are not growing as people, what's the point of being together? You're just trying to make it work because uh, of of love and what society tells you, you know, your true love, you get, you got to be with them and stuff and soulmates, which I I don't believe in having a soulmate to begin with. But I you think have we people. can all
1: relate on a certain level if we like really like if we really under if we really got to know each other. If we if we understood ourselves and then if we understood ourselves first and then you know, expressed ourselves to the world to try to connect with somebody, then I think that would help a lot
0: yeah yeah and that like we said in the previous episode um that's why i don't really believe in dating well being a long-term relationship in your 20s because you're still growing as a person you're still developing mentally and physically you know you gotta get you gotta take time to to learn somebody too many times people are just jumping into relationships now And it's not working because you don't know that person. You just have an idea of what that person is. But until you are around them for, say, a year or two, then you get a sense of who they really are as a person as opposed to, oh, just a couple of weeks. um, Yeah, we met off of a a dating app. Y'all might have fucked here or there. And now y'all together. That's just just a template of... um, I fail that's going to lead to failure. So you got to take your time with, uh, relationships.
1: And I'll say this, like for like, I, I I'm not against relationships. Like I'm not against like short or long-term relationships. I'm not against marriage, you know, for, in, for, if that's what you like are into, if that's what you believe in, if that's your, if that's your path to happiness, I'm not against anything. Um, and I'll say this, like, you know, one of my brothers, you know, I feel like he found his, he found his connection and his path to happiness was to get, you know, married. And I'm gonna support him through that. Though for me, that's not, I don't feel like that's my path to happiness. I'm not gonna like, you know, not support my brother through his through his journey. So I understand that, but like I understand that for me as an individual, right now, you know, my previous relationships has I learned everything. I learned like so much information from that experience, but I understood that that was temporary, and like it's a lot of like strong souls, you know, within a tight connection. And sometimes that those temporary, those temporary bonds might not end in like a healthy way. But you also gotta always understand like that's the power that that you both brought to that temporary relationship. That's just how. Sometimes how certain things end, you can't take it personal. You got to grow and continue to understand that you did have a bond amongst each other, though. It, it it may have changed. It's still the same energy, but at the same time, everybody has a different perspective for me. Like it's not to be really in a relationship long-term like down the line. That is that maybe my real my reality. I'm per I personally don't think I should get married because for my socioeconomic situation how I look at my reality that wouldn't really benefit me and or my or my legacy in the long run so I personally don't think I will ever get married though I definitely will have some type of fair legal um you know bond with somebody I connect with um I will try to do my you know use my best interest with, with whatever I do that's in the that's in the future but for a lot of us right now short term relationships or just, you know, just focusing on yourself is the way to go because everything is, is, is shifting so fast. So uh, for a lot of people, it, it is, you know, right now you found somebody, you found that connection. Uh, boom. It's that, okay, that's the reality. So if you're with that person through this shift, y'all have to grow together because your reality is going to now be a dual reality. So it's just it's, it's still the same power, but it's just a different perspective.
0: And you got you to
1: support each other.
0: Yeah, you got to help build each other up. You know, you when you when you have that when you make that decision to get married, you should be able to look in the mirror and see that person and they should be able to see you. You should be able to see each other's reflections because you're you're supposed to be one one being when you're together cuz you complete each other. You know, um but yeah, it's a, it's about growing, and yeah, I feel like I feel like we've we've covered a lot this episode.
1: I like the energy of this of this podcast. So like, you know, I I, I sh- we shout out a couple people. I feel like we didn't shout out enough people. I want to shout out you know to end it off my family. Um, you know the the growth that they and the, the knowledge they've given me to be able to uh, finally get to understand myself to push his energy and knowledge back out. So I want to thank them also. Um But I know if we, if, if I left anybody to shout out, I mean, it's so much, it's so many resources. It's not just my mind. It's like resources, you know, mixed together with my perspective and my relationships that allows me to push stuff out and, you know, communicate with the level playing, playing audience. Who's doing the same thing. Everybody's do- we all doing the same thing. You know, we're all doing the same thing right now. So like shout out to everybody. Uh, I use so many research. I learn from everything. I learn from a from a plant. Shout out to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, yeah. I um want to shout out to my grandma. She helped raise me, um, and she really instilled a lot of values that I that I have in me today. My grandma, my parents, my sisters, my brothers. Um, I want to shout out. In of people that I watch, like I, I mean, I've, I've shouted him out before, but I, I've watched his stuff a lot. I fuck with it. Uh, Daylight is pretty good with uh, his take on life. I respect that. Um, yeah,
1: Daylight, he just added a different, like, he was like, a. He, I believe he's an Aquarius, so he, like, he just brought a, he's bringing a whole, he's a. He's the leader of this actual vision that he's already foresaw, because this is the energy that's, that's going to be placed on the Earth. Like, that is him. So, like, that's a great that's a great like resource to help you understand everything and shift like he tried he tried. he peeled yeah. back from the matrix definitely that like, um, is a great resource
0: uh, also uh i wanted to shout out uh forbidden knowledge you look him up on youtube he he has a lot of dope information on just just the society and how everything started history um I fuck with RFG. you know, he's dope. He's dope with uh, what he brings to the, the conscious community. Um, thinking a podcast, uh, I listen to, from time to time I listen to the African History Network podcast by Dr. Michael Mhotep. He uh, gives a lot of dope information about the history of black people and what we where we are at currently he, he brings in politics to people that may not be aware of it what politics is doing to us and what we should be pushing for uh moving forward in terms of the black agenda so he's really dope. Um, there's also this podcast that I, I've listened to once that I need to be listening to more. Uh, Jay Jones. It's called Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. Launch, build, and grow your business. He's all about black uh, entrepreneurship and investing that entire podcast. And I really like what that uh, that brother promotes. And yeah, if you get a chance to check that out, you know, do that. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there any more people that I fuck with like that off top. Um, I'll say it's
1: not, it, it'll be easy to like just to go to third eye rap on YouTube. Um, he puts a lot of like daylight and like he, his channel is like a compilation of different, uh, co- of uh, different celebrities or yeah, higher up individuals that like are kind of behind the scenes that can give you a unique perspective on, on just how things are going like with this society. And also uh con drop, con drop, the radio sta- the radio station and the YouTube. I believe he's yeah. transitioning more to the radio station. And uh he has a website and like a he has an actual radio station. He just talks about um he break- he just completely shatters the pan-Africanism uh law that we were taught and and basically proves that you know those who are labeled black. And those who are born, you know, who are who are supposedly, like, born from slaves, descendants of slaves, were well, actually the Native Americans, and we're just under a certain different, like, tactics, like spells and uh, genocide and, and like, time, time capsules where they just push different dates back, like, different tactics to, you know, basically fuck our mind up. Like, he basically, he has a crazy perspective, and he basically shatters the whole paradigm. That's a great conscious... Uh, content resource right there
0: also in terms of documentaries uh nasheed has the hidden colors documentaries that pretty much gives a huge outline of black history as a whole and he uh he tackles i believe in part four talks about white supremacy and where that started and where it is now and he has a lot of like dope I would say dope people to come in, like people that studied history, to bring perspectives on history. So if you get a chance, I would definitely look into that. The Hidden Colors series.
1: Yeah, the Hidden um, Colors series. It brings a no cut through. It's like straight cut through. It brings uh, the real, the real to the table. And you know, with all this stuff, you got to take the information and go use it, and re and research from your own perspective. Don't take anything and be use it as a hundred percent fact take information from everything, but then bring it in and practicalize it, researching yourself and come out with your own perspective. Well, Hidden Colors is definitely a, a great resource. It'll let you understand who you are.
0: Um, also getting onto um, the deeper side of things, Dr. Malachi York, if y'all ever have a chance to watch some of his videos and stuff, I think it's worthwhile. He is somebody that I've uh, listened to off and on recently for the past couple months. My barber actually put me on him. Shout out to my barber. You know, he, um, he gives me a lot of game and um, he, he talks about the true history of black people as well. And he breaks it down um, to a T he was a part of the nation, but he had, a fallen out i believe or he decided to leave the nation he's currently incarcerated um and there's a huge story behind that but he's wrote many books like so many books where he pretty much proclaims that he's from another planet and he explains how and what his purpose is and life and yeah definitely check out dr malachi york if you get a chance uh There was another...
1: Yeah, person. he was was from this... He's from this planet, but he ain't from this planet. Like, he's just a a different... He brings a whole different perspective to this shit, dude. Like, that's just... Yeah, amazing, amazing perspective and resource on, like, how to grow as an indigenous uh, individual.
0: Also, another person that I've recently started looking at here and there, uh, Santos Bonacci. He, um, he's, a I want to say a philosopher and he, Astro, he,
1: like astrology uh, or something like that.
0: He goes into deep, he goes into, you know, he goes, he talks a lot about, you know, astrology, but he talks about more. So about like, um, health and what to eat and what not to eat. And yeah, he, he's definitely worth checking out. Um, and yeah, in terms of, um, uh, terms of sources for information also i just google i just google a lot of stuff whenever i something comes to my mind i usually just type it up and go from there and look for sites research research look for edu.edu sites and like libraries and stuff online libraries as opposed to like blog posts or wikipedia and whatnot because that information can easily be uh changed and uh probably throughout the the podcast moving forward we'll probably drop here and there more people that we listen to or gain knowledge from so yeah do you have anybody else that you wanted to add?
1: not really on the top of my head right now but i know that they're like the, you know, in there, in my mind, it's just so much stuff. You know, going on right now, so many thoughts. So like, now I can't really think uh, of anything else.
0: I continue All to right. shout
1: people out throughout the whole, throughout this whole shit. All
0: right. Well, on that note, I think we'll we'll call it an episode. Well, um, this has been episode seven of the Divine Council Podcast. I'm Stephon, and this is Coy. Peace, family. Peace.